Welcome to the Eight and Eight Podcast. I'm your host for tonight's episode. With me, as usual, I got the boys. And for tonight's episode, probably won't go too long, even though we say that every <laughs> single episode. And it's it's like an hour and a half long. Um, but have we ever had one less than an hour? So I think I we've had like one or two. We don't yeah. have too much to talk about. We have a lot of you know March Madness to get into. Um, I kind of want you guys' thoughts of the tournament in general, just because you know last year we didn't have one and how the tournament felt this year. Um, all of our brackets, give an update on, on how our tournament challenge is going. And we can talk a little bit about the upcoming football year. seems like in the NFL, most of like the drama is kind of settling down because the draft is getting closer. Would you yeah. guys agree? Yeah. For the, I mean, I think teams are now starting to kind of just focus on the draft, you know, like all the – seems like the trades and stuff, like right. all that trade talk has kind of died down. And, I mean, for – I don't think it helped yeah. that Sean Watson has twenty sexual assault. Yeah. His uh, lawyer released a statement. I think it was. I think it released it today. Was that he never demanded anything but a professional massage. That's like their official statement. So is I, I, that's all I saw was a headline on the bottom of like Sports Center as I was working out. I saw like that's what the quote was. So I was like, are, are they like oh, insinuating really? that sexual acts happened, but they were consensual? I'm guessing, like, what is the yeah, real know. story there? That Sports Illustrated story with the the massage therapist that came out and told her story, but isn't uh, isn't one of the twenty and isn't represented isn't represented by that that guy. Like, so that was kind of like I feel like that's a I really, hear that. yeah. It was like a whole Sports Illustrated exclusive story. Uh, it went. I mean, 20, 20 women that, is a that's, lot of that's women. My, that's, yeah. And that's what they were talking about. Because remember earlier in the week, I think it was last week, I said, I can't believe no one's talking about this. And Alec was like, what do you mean? There's like every video ever that's been talking about it. And I was like, I searched it again. Like, yeah. So a lot of videos. But a lot of people are saying that, like, if you're trying to make this case, um, you want to get 20 people to say that. You want to try to make yeah. it look as bad as possible. Because all you got to do is convince um, I don't know if it's going to go to trial or court or whatever. You just got to convince that a few of these are true. You yeah. know, a few of these actually happen. Yeah. And you kind of want the public to be like, this is 20. I mean, like, like your 20 is like a ridiculous amount of this to happen. Like if it was one or two, I'd be like, you know, I want to hear these women out and hear the story, but we'll see where, but 20 seems like just yeah, like one of those has to be true. I mean, that's just what, then that's what the prosecutors. Well, and, and my point was like, when this first started, it was super sketchy because it was like, oh, the guy's friends with the right. owner and like it just seemed real sketchy and like nothing has ever been said bad about Deshaun Watson. Like no one said a, be- a word about mm. him. But 20? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of hard to like be on his side. And obviously I really wanted it not to be true because I was like, I want him on right. bears. But like <clears> – <throat> like it's it's just like that's kind of tough to and then that girl like alec was just talking about came out and i was like reading what she was talking about and she was like i don't i'm not even part of this she was like i just want an apology wait wait so what is was it it was it like was it as as like as aggressive as kind of what you think when you hear like sexual assault charges or was he just kind of like i mean it's been different with like different women like some have said like 
you know, he just, like, got naked in front of them and was, like, they told him, like, you don't get naked, like, you need to put your clothes on, and he, like, refused to. And then some has been, like, he, like, would put his dick on them. And then others was, like, he made them give him oral sex. Like, it's been, like, all kinds of different ones, but, like, mostly it hasn't this sounds horrible, obviously, and I don't mean this, right, like, right. Or, but I'm just saying, like, it hasn't been like he's, ra- like, physically raped. The oral sex one was the only one, I think there was only one that I saw um, that was, like, he told yeah. them to give him oral sex and they didn't, which what, which is horrible, obviously, but I'm saying, like, I don't think it's been, like, physical, like, yeah, grabbing yeah. them and, like, raping them. It's been more of, like, doing stuff like hitting, like, touching them with his dick or getting naked. Like, it's yeah. been, like, weird, but still, like, 20 women like dude it, what the hell is it your problem? seems like yeah. just from like just the number like he might have some type of like fetish for this situation and oh. so he's constantly he's seeking, seeking it out there's like a video i think it's somewhat recent uh someone had it on like snapchat or instagram story do y'all know who mia khalifa is that porn star or ex-porn star yeah she, she was like, in texas right oh did she <laughs> I think so. I know she's like. I, know, I don't. I, don't, I know she's like. I think so. I haven't. I haven't, I haven't heard that. Like super, I thought she was like really yeah, smart. Yeah, super smart and had like a doctorate or something. But anyway, um, she's like at. She's like. Well, good for her. She made a yeah, lot of money. She. Uh, she's made a lot of money like post porn, like I don't know. But anyway, she uh, post porn. Uh, on my other laptop. No, uh, but he's. Uh, they're at his house or her house or whatever and they're playing like on a mini basketball hoop and she's like trying to dunk on him she's wearing like a maid outfit and the caption's like deshaun watson really has mia khalifa playing him one-on-one in a maid outfit this dude's a different level of horny (laughs) it's like um (laughs) but yeah that the the story with the sports illustrated with that that lady yeah she said like she knew he was a high she didn't know who it was she knew it was a high like profile you know athlete or you know, someone famous because mm-hmm. they requested like to come through like the back door and like all like, you know, not come through the entrance, all that stuff. And so she said, that's like really common. Like they're a nice uh, massage place in Houston. So they have a lot of like high profile clients. And so like 10 minutes before she, that's when they tell them who it is. So she heard it was Watson. This was before Watson had any like, you know, cases or anything. And actually a different, right. like a friend of hers, in the industry referred to Sean Watson to That's her. the same girl? Because I heard that. Yeah. Because I heard someone say that she was like, I was, that's one of the reasons why she was so like taken back at the whole experience yeah. because like a friend that she trusted and respected ref- like referred him to mm-hmm. her. So she was like, what the hell? Yeah. And so, so like he, he had like his requests like that he didn't, doesn't like clothes being on and stuff. And in this place, I guess you can go without clothes being on, but you have to have like a, like drapes down. And he also requested not like no drapes. So she like responded back. She was like, well, we can do no drapes, but like, I'm going to have a large towel. So she had like a large beach towel, like nothing small, like one that covered like his whole like torso, they said. Um, And like, she said 10 minutes into the, into the massage, he like, was like, this towel's itching me and just like threw it on the floor. So then he was like naked. And she said that like in the article, she's like, I want to, you know, like make it clear that he never forced anything like he never forced me to do anything he never asked me to do anything the only thing he like asked me to do at one point 
was he was like getting a massage and he was like if you want to like move my like dick out of the way you can but like that was like that was what she said like was but still like she said it was really like it, the, the article gets in like really like graphic right. detail about like just what he was doing like getting off about it like you know but yeah she says that's not like super uncommon <laughs> in massages but the way he was doing it was really odd she said which is just I so had... weird but, when 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 I went to on my honeymoon with Reagan, we we went to a we went to the Dominican Republic and we got a couples massage, and we had gotten massages before, and you're it's always underwear like you just yeah. you get in your underwear and you go. Bruh, I had one in the Dominican Republic too. I want to listen to this story. So Sorry, <laughs> we walk into this. You know, it's all in the resort, right? So we're there, mm-hmm. and and the ladies, she's like okay, go ahead and take off all your clothes and, you know, get in the bed. I'll be back in a second. And I was like, because normally, like, when people, like, and I, I, I was so confused. I don't know, I was like, maybe it's a language barrier. Like, I don't know what's going on. And so I was like, normally, like, hey, take off all your clothes, leave your underwear on, and then, you know, get in, get in, get on the bed, and I'll be in a second. Or it's just, normally it's more specific. So I, I was like, I was like, what are you going to do? Because Reagan, like, the women are always topless, right? Like, mm. typically when they get a massage, they always get topless and leave their bottoms on. We were like, what? We're, we're freaking out. Like, so I'm like, okay, I guess, I look at Reagan, you taking your bottoms off? She's like, I guess so. And I was like, okay, I guess I will if, if you are. So we were both there and we were naked and it was like, no big deal. And it seemed like that's what they re- wanted. Like, it, they wanted you to be naked for this massage right and i was like almost gonna ask like it, like my point this telling the whole story was like it felt so i was so uncomfortable because like i'm like you know there's a person touching you like it's just weird to be naked in this situation you know and so for me i don't want i'm not <laughs> judging anyone but like i just can't imagine like wanting that to be the case you know like i just can't like i don't know i just don't i don't get it so so when I was in Dominican, that was my first and only <laughs> massage. Um, and they told me to get naked. And so I didn't think anything of it because I thought that's what you did when you got a massage. Because, again, it was my first massage. So, yeah, I was butt naked. And she, like, you have, like, a yeah, towel. Yeah. It's like a hand towel. A small towel, towel yep. that's just, like, over yep. your, literally yeah. just over your dick. Like, that's the only thing it's covering. And the lady was, like, massaging my legs and, like, would go up all the way up, all the way up into, like, yeah, my thigh yeah, area. They get in there. And was, like, hitting my dick. Oh, shit, I never fixed nice. that. Nice. <laughs> she hit my, like, she was, like, massaging it, but, like, it would be, like, bloop. And I'd be, like, oh, oh, there it is. That, that's, that's him. And, like, it was just very, like, I, I was, like, what the hell is going on? But she, like. Definitely clipped it a few times. Yeah, when like, I when I got a massage on our honey, that's the only massage I've gotten on our honeymoon. And uh, yeah, the same same thing. Like we were naked. They didn't like clip my dick at all. But uh, no, they never they touched, touched my dick. ass. Like, yeah, a like, few they times. went like they went like really. Like, <laughs> what the hell kind of massages are y'all getting? They went like really. Yeah, like when I was on my stomach, they like went really. I had like really bad sunburn on the back of my legs, and it was so painful. Like when they were doing the back of my legs, like I was like about to cry. So I wasn't really focused. Dude, they I probably they probably went all the way up to my ass, and I was just so focused on how bad my legs were hurting because they were like being like so aggressive. You the can, guy's name was. Dude, Mar- I'm quick. 
You remember? You remember <laughs> it was a guy. It wasn't a guy. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah. That yeah. would have been very uncomfortable. A dude touching my dilly. I have always, I have always, I don't think I've ever requested a woman before, unless they like this Reagan did it for me. But I've always said like, oh man, I hope I get the, the woman. Like I, I, you know, I think they just kind of naturally pair you yeah. up with a female missus. Did you just say unless Reagan does? No, it like you? unless if she's like if she's filling out the forms or whatever, and she checks like. Oh. <laughs> I thought I thought you meant like you request you request <laughs> Reagan when Reagan gives you a massage. Or like I thought you were saying like, like yeah no I thought you were saying like when you go to a massage place you're like oh no I don't want, I'll just have my girlfriend do it. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I just need Jake, your, you your massage, massage table. Yeah, a couple times we did a couple sweats times. and a hoodie just like just <laughs> no. Jacob's been quiet because he has the same <laughs> fetish as Watson. Okay. Like, oh, shit, they they role play. Jeez, too far. Too far. Sorry, Sorry. too far. I'm very respectful of my <laughs> As long as they're we white, right, to, Jacob? Oh my gosh. <laughs> we want to officially state from behalf of all of us that Jacob is not a racist, nor does he. Uh, <laughs> Just to be clear, Jacob is not racist. Every episode. <laughs> Nor does he have a weird uh, massage. Thing. Okay. I don't want to go on weird, to the next. But it's kind of weird, no, right? Weird. <laughs> All right. What's next? All right. It is weird. I didn't know we were going to talk about that for that long, but. Yeah. This is really off topic. Yeah. This is really off topic. I, hate but, my uh, I wanted to like. We've been talking about massages. Well, for I know but this minutes. is like nothing to do with anything <laughs> sports wise. I was ex- I was assuming you were gonna do like the whole. This we're with the crew. How are y'all doing today? I was gonna say. I think I texted y'all. I got my first vaccine yesterday, and my arm today is sore as shit, Ooh. dude. It yeah, is, dude. It... I thought I was in the clear because I thought like some people had told me like you get it and, like that night it's sore and like mine was not like I was I went to bed I felt fine and then I woke up. Emmy, like, has a fever, so she woke up at, like, 4 a.m., and I had to drive around Wiley trying to find infant Tylenol, but when I woke up at 4, my arm was, like, like, so sore. I was, like, Jesus, like, way worse than I've ever had with the flu shot, so I don't know, Strum and Alex, y'all had the Johnson Johnson one. Was y'all's arm, like, crazy sore? Because I heard it's, like, my arm wasn't that sore. I mean, the day I got it, it was somewhat sore. But it was maybe a little bit worse than flu. But it wasn't yeah, like anything I talked I really to Garrett. Got my... the same one I did at a different place, but he said his was like crazy sore too. Yeah, my my arm was oh, really, really sore. I um, so I, when the lady texted me, it was she texted me at like or calling me at like eight p.m. And then the next, she was like, "You have to come like tomorrow, like come tomorrow." That's and I was like, "Okay, well, shit." So I really could like plan it out. Yeah, but I just worked out shoulders the day before. So I go to get this this vaccine, and my guy, he he like did not hold anything back. He, I mean, he stuck that freaking needle like so far and so hard into my arm. I swear he did it as was, hard as he could. Was <laughs> like, y'all's a drive-through one? <laughs> no, I was in a hospital. No, I went, dude. Like, I went into CVS. I went to, so I got mine at the Allen High School like football uh, parking lot, but I like assumed that. You're gonna go like it said, like you know, co- come to the parking lot, like this parking lot. But I assume like you're gonna get out and maybe somewhere like I don't know inside the stadium or. Oh, to get the vaccine, you got some 
steroids yeah, right. or something. It was some guy under shit. the under the. <laughs> it was actually under the bridge near Ford Middle School. Some guy just. You hear the vaccine, uh, but uh, the needle looked kind of dirty. It's yeah, weird. he heated it up with a spoon and a lighter, and then just. Um, but uh, no, uh, yeah, no. So I drove like there was a bunch of cars, and they just like you know waved everyone through. There was a bunch of cones and stuff, and it was really like they had the process down like perfect. But you know, you pulled up, and they're like, uh, "We had you had to get like a ticket." So they had like a QR code, so they scanned it, and they're like, "Okay, you're here for the first Moderna." I was like, "Yep," and they put like a one on my car like with the little like marker um and then yeah. they're like okay just follow this car and pull into tent b so i pulled in tent b and they're like roll down your window roll down my window guy stuck his arm through my window and just <laughs> gave me this shot while i'm in my car like, did y'all hear that they um they had some like high up people in chick-fil-a and starbucks help them out with like oh, how really? to run that's unsurprising that's yeah awesome, i did though. see that yeah that's super yeah, cool. I was like, that was so smart because like Chick Fil A, man, Chick-fil-A they yeah. rolling people through that park. at lunch, like middle of lunch, and it's like the line is like down the street, and you could still like it's like your car Rock like doesn't building. stop moving. It's like they just are, yeah, yeah, out there. They have like um, the only thing that was sketchy about my vaccine is I sat down in the chair, waited for a little bit, and I sat down in the chair and I'm talking to because Reagan went in the morning. She's like terrified of needles and so she's uh, she like balls her eyes out it was crying so oh, i like God. i was making like chit chat with these ladies and i was like hey were any of you guys here this morning when that young woman about my age was like crying hysterically <laughs> about getting the shot and they and they looked at me like i was like super insane like i was like asking like like i was up to like no good or something it was weird <laughs> and one of the ladies was like i did i was like oh huh. That, that was my wife. She's like, oh, okay. And so she's like, I felt so bad for her. And then the guy goes, right or left arm? And so I was, I'm sitting down and my right shoulder is facing him. So like, it makes sense to get it on my right shoulder, but that's my, I'm right-handed. So I was like, oh, what's his go? What's the left shoulder? He goes, really? You want the left shoulder? I was like, well, I guess not. Shit. Put on the right one. I know what that reaction. But yeah, yeah I got mine in my left. And maybe that's what you're yeah, going left, Alex. Yeah. I didn't want to do my dumb. That's what I was saying. The guy okay, was crazy. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Why'd you ask if you didn't want me to give an <laughs> answer? I don't know. I don't know. What Anyways, I got my vaccine. I'm good. Can't get COVID, right? I wish I had the Johnson Johnson one. So remember when we said this was going to be a short episode and we're 30 minutes in and have said not a word? Yeah, what, one <laughs> I talked about before, the, uh, before we get... I'm God, sorry. Alec is always taking us it, on these it tangents. Is, it is. It's always... Right, this will be really quick, it's though, I think. always... Uh, I already talked to Alex about it, but... Uh, it's never really quick. I wanted quick. to get Alex and... Or uh, Sherman Jacobs' <laughs> thoughts. Um, there was a... It was, of course, my, my man, Colin Coward. He did a five top five who he'd start NBA... Uh, NBA franchise with, and he had number five was uh, Alex's boy Jimmy Butler. Cat didn't make the list, so he uh, yeah. he had Jimmy Butler five, LeBron four. He was like, I don't care how old he is, like the the name of the game is to win the championship. He's like, you get LeBron, you're an immediate favorite. So, <laughs> um, and then was number one Harden? So he's the best offensive player in no. NBA history. Uh, number number three was Jokic. Two was Doncic and uh, one was Zion. 
Zion. I mean, I don't hate that list, but I mean, whatever. Let's not talk <laughs> about that as of now. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the final four and get an update on how everyone's doing in their brackets. Um, you know what? We'll start with Jacob because I think he is doing pretty well, right? What percentage are you in, Jacob? I mean, I guess 66%. I think Alex was actually above me, though. Maybe. I'm in the 75th oh, percentile. Look yeah. at that. How, how many points do you have, Alex, on your bracket? 650? <laughs> yeah, I'm at 620. Max? For you, Alex. Uh, not good. Not good. Uh, my max is 18. <laughs> uh, my max is 1,100 because I still have yeah. Gonzaga. See, so I'm, yeah, but my... So I had Gonzaga in my championship. I just had him lose. My max is ten fifty. I have Gonzaga winning. Alex, or so Alex, that's how are you doing? No, <laughs> over there with ice not, cube. I, y'all lost me. I can't hear you. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was really not about that. I was like just gonna stay silent and just see how long. Like, oh well, I guess we lost him. All right, uh, Noah. So I have four hundred seventy <laughs> points and. Um, my max was 470, so my bracket's done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gonzaga has no one Who do you have beating uh, Gonzaga? Dude, I'm such an idiot thinking any uh, – I'm such an idiot thinking any team was going to beat that team. That's the best I, – I think I texted y'all. That's. I mean, if they win, they're probably the best college basketball team of all time. But if uh, – they're the best team I've ever seen. The best team I've ever seen – was the Carl Anthony Towns Kentucky team before they lost to the Final Four? Uh, this team's better than that team. They beat everyone by like they've only had they've only had, they've only had one single digit game this year. <laughs> yeah, have they played they anyone that great schedule. though? Yeah, they, played, they beat Iowa. They beat Iowa. They beat West Virginia. They Iowa beat, sucks. They didn't make it mean, past the second round. Yeah. They were gonna play Baylor, but that didn't. They they played a pretty good. Um, no, they played a they played. So they haven't played anyone. Schedule. I want names. Iowa. 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 Like look it to beat like Norfolk State. To beat Norfolk State. Iowa tournament. sucks. No, I didn't believe in Iowa. I had them losing in the second round, like the losers they are. Um, let's see. I did have Illinois so I, winning. So, it all so I guess the only way the I can round, I so. can beat Alex then is if Gonzaga wins because I had Gonzaga versus Illinois in the finals. So Alex and I will both get the points for Gonzaga, but then I need Gonzaga to win it all to jump Alex. And what percentile are you in? Alex? They played uh, like nineteen. <laughs> uh, Alex, they played. They played Kansas, West Virginia, Iowa, Virginia, BYU. Those were BYU twice. Three times. They beat BYU three times. They beat BYU three times, I think. Alec, if it makes you feel any better, Cam is in the 19th percentile as well. I'm sorry. I'm in the the 23rd percentile. Uh, Oh, but he still has... He still has um, a max Uh, point of 600. Grayson is in the 17th percentile. There's a guy in our... Oh, you know why? He has Gonzaga in this championship. There's a guy in our pool who's in the 100th 100th percentile. Idiot. His max is 15. He has like 920 or something like that. His max is 1540. Good lord. Cam did just as good as I did. He has Gonzaga and Baylor in his final four. See, I only got UCLA, though. UCLA's lucky they didn't have to play UT in the second round. They got knocked out. (laughs) Literally, when we filled out our 
<laughs> that Abley and Christian team was we pulled out a bracket. I had, I had uh, uh, Michigan State, UCLA. Like they hadn't played yet, so I had them beating BYU and then beating Texas. But I was said I was like, I'm changing it if UCLA beats Michigan State because I don't think UCLA would beat BYU. And oh, so yeah, I did, did like UCLA that. won. So I went yeah. into my bracket the night before and changed it to BYU. Fucking idiot. See, I picked that. I had Miss. I well, I guess I had UCLA to the Sweet Sixteen, but I did that because yeah, of Michigan State. But I didn't change it. Like I was like, well, if they beat Michigan State, and that's the team I thought would go. Yeah, to I should have followed that logic. Somewhat good. Now that yeah. the final I four. Have followed that logic. Damn it! All right. Any any uh any thought, um, like on the tournament like besides our bracket like I know we haven't even talked about the Adeline Christian uh, right <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about that. We gotta get. We're gonna have a new basketball coach. Thank you for bringing that up. We have two things to talk about actually that are relative. Um, I I had an argument with that with uh, Jacob and his friend Ryan, or I guess he's my friend now too. (laughs) His friend Ryan and um about and it wasn't like it like they both were agreeing. I think Jacob was definitely more. On, on the side of, yeah, it was a horrible loss. And I was like, it's probably the worst loss in the entire tournament. Like, I don't think there's a worse loss than that in the entire tournament. And Ryan was trying to be like, trying to say something like, well, they have a really good defense or something like that. I was like, I was like, they're going to get killed next round by UCLA. And they lost by 20 and they only scored 47 like, points. So, <laughs> yeah, that's probably a worse it, loss in Ohio it's, State it's, because it's, Roberts like made a run, you know? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I mean, anytime you lose to Abilene Christian, and anytime you lose to a team who shoots twenty nine percent, like that's pretty horrible loss. God. They took twenty seven more shots. Just look at look, just look at the score of that game, though. That's what's so funny to me. This final score was fifty two to fifty three, and you can look at all the other scores from the first round. Besides Oregon, <laughs> that was one to zero because VCU had COVID. There was not a single game that was like that low scoring. Yeah. And it was painful to watch, but I will say watching that game is, it was, as that is, you know, I actually, felt, I've actually kind of felt bad for Texas fans after, cause I love watching Texas fans get their hearts broken, but that, <laughs> I kind of felt bad because they were, Happens they often. were throwing up the most ridiculous shots. They would drive in contact, throw up some layup. It would just like back hit off the square and go in. Like <laughs> what? Yeah. That's when you know you're going to lose when some of those are going in and it's like, oh, yeah. I just, so we had. Yeah. I just love my. Uh, I just love that. Number, good, but... number thirty-three. Throwing up the. Oh man. Yeah. Paul. Oh my God, Paul. Um. <laughs> of course, it was Paul. That guy would just remind. He was so, he was so ready to yeah, do it. Was. Hands down. Or horns down. Hands down. How bad would Paul? I mean, be he wasn't a he wasn't a scholar. He wasn't a. Scholar. I don't think that People bad. Honestly, Abilene Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think he'd beat us. I, I still think. I he mean, would like, only reason why I would give him a, an edge is because he's been on the Apology. basketball team for you know four years playing college. Uh, he, if he's not, he doesn't get to play often, but he's playing at practice. I shoot a basketball maybe <clears throat> once a week, and I'm so, so I'm lucky. Okay, so I was so I'm probably yeah, be, like getting way too into this, and it's probably like he's six four one ninety. Um, kind of big. But I like to always say <laughs> it's a big guess. I like to not very than Tyler though. 
Dude, dude no, this... I see this photo. I would give him buckets. Dude, <laughs> that guy is not six four. Dude, he's six one maybe. Yeah, that's one ninety. You got at least he's one seventy five. You know how many people would say that about Jacob? Like, oh, Jacob, God, what's, what's his, what's his, what's his name? Guy, they probably would. <laughs> Paul, Paul Heipler. Yeah, first hey, should we get him on the podcast? The first, uh... <laughs> him and him and him and Carl and Anthony Towns. Yeah. This is the most weirdest guest list. <laughs> Hi, Paul today we Carl got Paul Heitler. Carl Anthony. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, I want to look to see like what how he did like in high school. But no, when he came in at the end of uh, the UCLA game, like okay, I'm definitely probably boosting this. I'm probably giving us way too much credit. But I always think that like when I would watch OSU play, like when we were at OSU, I would be like, okay, if I go out there, I'm easily the worst player. But I feel like I could go out there and at least blend in enough for like a minute to where someone's like, okay, like this guy, besides the fact that I'm 5'10, 160 pounds, but they like, like, someone would be like, okay, who, like, who, what random fan is this in the game? You know what I'm saying? Where when this guy came against UCLA, and again, I was probably paying more attention to him, he looked so fucking bad. Like, he looked like he didn't belong. So I was like, (laughs) Yeah, no, this dude's trash. But he probably is. I think he's well, better see, than us just because what Trump said. He, he's been playing – he's been on a D1 roster for, like, however long. You look in up Paul Heifler, yeah. he averaged, like, 27 in high up. school or something. I wonder if he's from, I wonder if he's from Texas. <laughs> I, I mean, if he was a walk-on, he definitely wasn't. Dude, I, I pulled up his profile. I like how we're just talking about this guy. I pulled up his thing on the ACU website. It's yeah. Because normally that'll talk about, like, their high school. And they have, like, the scrolling photos. And two of them are just him on the bench just hype as shit. Like, that's just, like, his, <laughs> his go-to. I just, like, I <laughs> can't, like. Hype. I, I mean, that, it is, like, super cool. Like, I like I was saying, like, when, when this was happening, it was like, look, if you were on this team, you would be d- doing kind of doing the same thing. You would hopefully not be that ridiculous as he was and, like, be, like, that obnoxious. Like, his face was so yeah. punchable. So- like, I just, like, he, you just wanted to, you wanted to hate him. <laughs> but, like, we would be the same way. Yeah. We would be hype as hell. But I just don't like – I don't like the walk on, like, the guys who are just, like, going nuts on the bench, acting like they just put in 20 minutes, you know – dead sweat they had a, a clutch three and they actually contribute to the game it's a little bit yeah when you're like obviously you're cheering you're excited for the, your teammates but so, it's so pretty funny. i would have been i would have been exactly yeah. it's pretty funny because we were too small <laughs> i would have been doing the gritty dance yeah. giddy dance gritty so, gritty it's, it's pretty funny because we were watching Glitty the game dance. at um my friend ryan's and um two of his good friends one of them is named danny and he was a walk on at ut He's like this tall, like six eleven guy, and then another walk on. His name is also Ryan, and he was there. And he, Ryan was kind of like the like the Paul of UT walk ons. So it's kind of funny because we were all like in the whole game complaining about him and how they kept showing him, and he was just sitting there and he was like, "Yeah, that that's how I was." <laughs> we're like, yeah, you know, because I think he was like on like ESPN once or something, like for something that he did. And apparently, he got paid like a thousand dollars or something because his like highlight okay. or something went on. I don't know. But he was so, just saying how like that was him. We were like, oh well, sorry, we're just been ripping on this guy. So on Max Preps like now, minutes. I don't Max Preps. They don't like always have the best stats, but he averaged four <laughs> points a game his senior year in high school. <laughs> okay, we're giving Paul. <laughs> Since he was named two-time Fuck. All-County First Team Academic and All-League First Team Academic, that's his only high school stats, and he was team captain. Also a member of year. the volleyball team. 
Yeah, fuck so Paul. Here. Oh. <laughs> okay. I think I can ball I'd spike it. Paul's this is the Paul Hypler episode. <laughs> he would never have thought. He's going to Google his name and be like, what the fuck is 8 and 8 podcast? He's going to listen to it. <laughs> it's the title. It's the title. <laughs> Paul Hypler, if you listen, come get buckets. <laughs> <laughs> we play at uh, Madrano Junior High on some Saturday morning. He shows, you up. Come. He shows up one time. Hey, which one of you bitches is Alex? Um, how far is Abilene from Madrano? He's going to have to take a, take a drive, but at least his driving distance. Maybe he will show up. Man, this has gone off the rails. I'd be doing yeah. the little skipping dance. You know the little skippy thing they do yeah. where they put like their Gosh. in front? I would do all that. But fuck Paul Hypler. I hope you were listening, fucker. <laughs> Come get buckets. Uh, Alex and Shrum, how did y'all feel about OSU? Typical OSU, pretty much. I mean, this is this. I, I this is what I said. I said like they're like that was the hardest team to place because I don't know if it was my emotions or what, but there's people that pick them to be like, hey, that's a like it's a good Vegas bet to win to win the whole tournament, like. You know, they have better odds than Gonzaga. Yeah. There'd be better payout. It's a good team. They're the best player in the country, apparently. And, but I'm like, at the same time, while I think they could go far, I could see them losing the second round. Um, I mean, if you look at like Oregon State, so Oregon State beat, uh, where they beat? They beat. Yeah. Well, they beat Loyal last <laughs> and they put up a good fight against, uh, yeah. Houston, right? They beat Tennessee in the first round. They lost to Houston. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when when you're not a great team, like Oklahoma State was a good team. I would I, I would say they're probably not a great team. And when you're not like a great team, you're, if you're a good team that plays great sometimes, then like when a team is like like hot, that you you get beat. Like Oregon State went on a run and they yeah. beat them. You know, it's like that's just that's that's how it works. Like Gonzaga is a great team. Like a, a, a team that's on a run is not going to be like UCLA. I would be, you know, I would be shocked if you said if UCLA beats Gonzaga because Gonzaga is a great team. UCLA is on a run right now and look good, but so was USC. USC beat Oregon yeah. like twenty, or I guess it was only fourteen, yeah. and then they got smashed. So that's how I feel about it. It was really depressing. Like I remember watching that game. I went to bed at halftime, and you guys stayed up and told me that you know I had to get up at like five a.m. Yeah, we made a game. We made a game out of it. We got, we got down to like three or two, but yeah, they mm-hmm. answered every little run we had. Like, the second half, we outplayed them, but we would make big runs, and they would just answer with, like, you know, back-to-back threes or, like, a three and then, you know, get a and one or a, a get on the line and kind of stop our momentum. But what's his name? Boyton I was got watching, a seven-year um, extension. Did y'all see that? Good I him. did see that. That's good for him. I like him. Yeah. yeah. I was watching – He's such a good coach. Like, I feel yeah. like – You also have a video of him after the, like the Oregon the State game in the locker room. It was really cool. It's on OSU's Instagram page. He's like, yeah. he's like, I'm not disappointed about anything in the game. Yeah. The thing I'm most disappointed is, is the realization I'll never get to coach this group of guys, like, again. I'm just like, damn. But at one point, like, Cade says something and – they like kind of have like a little like moment because I mean everyone knows Kate is gone, but the rest of that team have, we have like one senior or something, so the rest of that team is back. So we'll mm-hmm. see. I'm sure he can. Yeah, I guess I yeah I was gonna ask what y'all how y'all feel about. I mean, because y'all had, I mean, I feel like 
I guess I don't know what the expectation was for y'all. I, I guess most people thought y'all would make it just because y'all had Cade on y'all's team. And I think OSU still has some good players like that. I think Anthony yeah. Anderson, or is that a thing? Our he's other, pretty, our only other. Solid. Um, but I guess, do y'all think, like, like how do y'all feel about next year now that, I mean, Cade is gone, who I guess basically, I, I would assume y'all wouldn't have made the tournament if he wasn't on y'all's team. Maybe y'all would have. Yeah, I don't know. Run, but, I mean, you would think all the players, um, how do y'all feel you about think all the younger players would get better. Cade's leaving. Uh, our only other, our only other conference. Yeah, I, so Cade, I, of course, was like conference player of the year and all that stuff. The only other player on our team that got any conference Big Twelve honors was Alex's favorite player, likely. Um, yeah, he was the only one that he got. One. He got. What did he make yeah. it all Big Twelve? No, he got. Team? He either got. Se- he either got third. <laughs> He either got the he all either got big third 12 team or honorable team. Team. Which one. But he sucks. How many teams is there? Three teams and then honorable mention? Might as well just put everyone in the big 12. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I just kidding. Hey, I made all big 12 honorable team, which means I'm like that. Reminds, that reminds, best, no, I was best honorable all big 12 honorable of, uh, third my senior in high school <laughs> with the, our district like they had honorable mention and all you needed was to have a vote to be on it. In Plano East, their coach voted every single player on his <laughs> roster, so the entire roster made honorable honorable mention. It was like Chris Collins, Channing Pushnot and the rest of the Plano oh, East yeah. Panthers. <laughs> But no, yeah, like, likely it was on <laughs> some team. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, I don't know what to think about UT too, because obviously Shaka's gone, and I think at this point we have like four players on our roster or something like that. We've had like two who are transferring, two who will probably go to the draft, and then you know a couple others who are graduating so it's like at this point we're losing like seven or eight players so it'll be interesting to uh steven I'm not will expecting be so much out of UT basketball he, te- he texts me all the time about Mason. if chris Beard leaves tech to go to texas how heartbroken he'll be yeah, yeah. it seems like he's oh, like is that a, that expected to go yeah he's a ut alum i think he's a ut grad oh, wow. yeah so they think they're gonna but I don't, man, I can't remember the last time. I mean, not that I know a whole lot about college coaching changes, but you don't, I feel like you don't see coaches go from yeah. one team in the conference to another, which I feel like would be pretty crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, like you go back and play that. Team well, I guess, like uh, what's the name? Did it every uh, year? Yeah. Crazy. Did it, he went from um, OSU cool to Kansas. Thing. Dude, did Shrum just rip ass? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Did, did you really talking? just rip uh, ass? Tries to be awkward. Was that a fart, really? <laughs> Explosive diarrhea. Trump, okay, I'm good. Squeeze one out. Just continue. Oh. Um, Chipotle earlier today. So no. Speaking of which, speaking of which, Dude, speaking of was... Chipotle, yeah, I totally ripped ass just there. Oh speaking of Chipotle, I got the weakest bowl I've ever gotten from Chipotle. <laughs> it didn't sound. It didn't so sound light, weak. But just your bottle. <laughs> Dude, I just ate Chipotle. <laughs> really? I had Chipotle uh, tonight too. <laughs> Alec? Yeah, I'm I did. Just kidding. I didn't have. I had uh, what did I what have a left loser. <laughs> Fucking lame-o. Um, <laughs> but no. So Jacob, Jacob, speaking. All right, can we get back on track? It's almost ten. Well, Are we still supposed to talk about yeah, football no, no, too? But Jacob. 
speaking on, quick. Uh, <laughs> on Texas and like their recruiting and stuff uh, with football, I read. Um, so I texted y'all. Y'all saw that Allen signed uh, that Auburn's offensive coordinator as their next head coach. But uh, Alex, did you see that? Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I told you, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Texas has really have had really big troubles recruiting anyone from Allen High School, um, which I've never like thought about that. Besides, like Dan Buckner, like no one from Allen mm-hmm. has gone to Texas that I can think of. I mean, you might know of someone, Jacob, but but uh, but the like yeah. the tweet Buckner? was like yeah, you no. know, talking about how much Texas has struggled recruiting from Allen. Um. And they said this guy coming in as Allen's head coach is going to make it even harder, I guess, because I don't know. I guess maybe he hates Texas or something. I don't know if you had heard – or does he have any ties to UT? Or is it just because he's like an Arkansas guy and Arkansas and UT I are rivals? I haven't heard anything about that. Could... Yeah, I don't really know how that works. Like, I, I, really I did like, see that, though. You're not going to reject, like, um, a school from come recruiting your kids, you know, for, like, your – own hatred yeah yeah but i feel like coaches yeah. like can yeah. influence kids a lot i think they can yeah. put in a word you know if, hey. uh, if like a high school coach it has connections with whoever the you know the ut's recruiting director or whatever like and they're very, close but i think that's like a very just like weird statement that like who cares if kids from allen are like this is a big ass <laughs> state yeah you know what I mean? Like, that's one random – not random. I mean, like, Allen is obviously a really good school, but, like, yeah, there's tons of freaking talent all over Texas, yeah. and it's not like they're not getting great talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I they're getting they're... tons and tons of five-star recruits. It's not like, oh, my God, yeah. they haven't gotten anyone from Allen. What the hell? They're screwed. Yeah. Like, they, they're getting tons of talent. They're mm-hmm. just not good because apparently the coaching hasn't been good. Yeah. I mean, they have been – we have been, as of recently, losing a lot of the just overall Texas talent. Like, I can't remember the last, like, top Texas, like, five-star that actually went to UT. We've started but getting some like, more now with Sark and our new coaches. But – Isn't, like, um, so a lot of them just Texas go to Bama still, like, and, a top five recruiting – uh, school, like last year we year? were like 17 or something like that. It was a bad oh, year. Okay. Well, see, like that's a problem. But yeah, that was with Herman's last year. But now we're like, I think for the what the 2022 class, we're like third or something right now. But I mean, obviously that all oh, changed okay. because a lot of people. We got Sark, <laughs> the goat. Oh. <laughs> so the drunk? Did you say <laughs> the goat? <laughs> oh, I thought you said the drunk. That was five years ago, Alex. All right, all right, oh, sure. I'm, are you? Shrum, are you done with your Somehow we hot snake? All right. Before, you ready to before move on we to... finish, before, <laughs> before, before we finish, um, I have one thing I want to talk about. Um, I'm just kidding. But also, uh, also, I do want to recap all the random we're, we're not we done. talked about tonight done. before, before, before our two um, things that we were supposed to talk about oh. in our quick episode. <laughs> okay, recap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know we talked about massage. Getting... We talked about the intro before the we actually started recording. We talked. We talked. We talked about our intro, and you made Kim making that noise. <laughs> What's the noise? We talked about the vaccine. <laughs> we, talked about, yeah. we talked about Paul Heichler. Talked about the vaccine. Oh yeah, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> 
That seems actually more on track probably than we typically are. Yeah. We talked Trump about Colin Coward's underwear. top five list of something. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about UT football. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, this is the only topic that I had prepared for us. And as I was thinking about it today, and I my answer was, I don't know. And I thought I would Google it I, during the episode. And I Googled it, and nothing nothing came up. The number like, one there's person no one I talking about this. Like, like, it came to my mind really fast. I haven't really thought. So Wait, the, question the question is, yeah. which quarterback, which starting quarterback is under the most pressure in 2021? And pressure could be... Anything from, you know, needing to win or, like, got to prove himself or mm-hmm. contract negotiation, just however you do. So, per- I'll go ahead and go. I think it's I, – I mean, I haven't it. thought through, like, each quarterback, but the first one that came to mind, like, super quick was Wentz. I mean, like, he's had rough years, yeah. and people kind of blame it on yeah, that was mine too. you know. <laughs> and now he's going to, like, literally one of the best situations he could possibly go to. And so, if he's, like, not good – I mean, I, I can't – I don't know how, how many years he's tied into Indy, so I don't really know what their wiggle room could be. But if, like, like if he's – I don't know. If he's shitty, That's like, a good one. it's more than the whole Philly situation, which I do. I mean, I, I do think Philly had a good amount to do with it. But we'll see. I don't know. I think the two other people that came to mind – well, I guess there's three people that came to mind. One, yeah. obviously, was Dak because he just got, you know, this new contract, right? But – you know, for Dak, I, I reason I don't think he's the, under the most pressure. He's definitely under a little bit of pressure. He's got to perform this year, um, at least at a, a sit somewhat good enough to where the fan base can rally, continue to rally behind him. Um, but he has four years to really prove himself, and the Dallas Cowboys aren't very good. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's like he, they're not very good. No yeah. one's really expectations well, I you, are pretty low. You know, so I if, he, you if, they're, if they're today, an average uh, team, the teams that Dallas is better than, and it was who was it? Atlanta, Carolina, Detroit, and. Uh, there's oh Philly. Those yeah. are the only NFC. Carolina, Carolina, Panthers, Atlanta. Right? Oh. oh no, they're not. So they had Chicago yeah, better yeah. than Dallas. So there's there's two guys that I I thought of that you know honestly I, you don't even know if they're going to be the starting quarterback. You you have to assume that they are at this point. But the first guy was Cam. I feel like if Cam has another bad year with the Patriots. Um, he's only, on a, I think he's on a one year deal. Right. So I, I don't know if he, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure he'd probably get a job somewhere else, but like, I mean, I don't know what, what the expectations would his, yeah. for his career would be, you know, moving forward. If he has another bad year, like he might yeah. not be, a, he might not play. I mean, who you had a second. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. I didn't think it, about it. And then the other one was Jameis Winston because I feel like he's in a, sim- a similar situation because you're coming off of the heels of Drew Brees, which, yeah, Drew Brees was not what he was, but he definitely, you know, led the Saints to some victories. And you had a tight end that came in and won games for them and as well Teddy, and over when, you last year. So and when Jameis Teddy Winston, came in too, they won. <laughs> you know, like they've won with every like, – That the was the first three person that came to my mind. Games, you know, two years ago when Teddy came in, they won. So. Right. And not only that, like everyone knows, like Jameis Winston can throw the yeah. ball. It's his decision making too. So if he comes in, like he, the reason he went to the Saints ultimately, he said was he wanted to learn how to play quarterback from Drew Brees, uh, you know, in the system. So if he comes out and he's the same guy he was in Tampa, then everyone knows 
that that's who he is. And so I don't know if he gets I don't I mean he might he might be a, a guy to fill in a year or two in such certain situations, kind of bounce around the league, but I don't think he'd get a shot to be the number, you know, the yeah. number one guy anywhere else if he if this isn't if he doesn't yeah. have a good year this year. So so Jameis was the first person that came to my mind and I thought of it <laughs> fifteen seconds before we started talking about this. But <laughs> He was the first person that came to my mind. The second person um, is Josh Allen <laughs> because he's got Mitchell Trubisky, you know, <laughs> right behind him, <laughs> trying to come get him. So uh, probably nervous. That makes sense. The only other person that I could think of. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. Uh, I'll something to say. It's, it's interesting because, um, like, you can take this question and look at it like all these different ways. Like, if you want to talk about pressure of just winning, um, I would even put Aaron Rodgers in the conversation because. He's, you know, put at this level of like all time great, but at some point, I think he needs that second ring, right, to be like in that category. And yeah, keeps losing in the playoffs and the and, and it's a championship. Alex always talks about like, well, at least yeah. he gets there. I mean, oh, for me, sure. I mean, yeah, I'm just talking about well, because that upper echelon to... level, you know, like. Well, his stat – it's funny with him because his stats are so yeah. ridiculous. His interception to touchdown ratio is so ridiculous that you that, you have to give him – like he's yeah. like he's always going to be an all-time great, you know. But like if you really want to have him – when you mention Brady, if you want Rodgers' name to come up in the conversation, you, you definitely yeah. – I think you definitely have to get a second ring. And you definitely have to kind of – But you don't feel like Dan Marino's in that conversation? Not that he's Brady, but I'm saying like – when you think of the greatest quarterbacks yeah. ever, people bring up yeah. Dan Marino all the time. Yeah. Never, Dan, Dan Marino's like Aaron Rodgers is gonna be brought up I, for the forever. Even if he retired tomorrow, I feel like he would be brought up forever yeah. as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Yeah. But I think if he won I mean, he would need a couple more to become the greatest. Wait. I mean, one and yeah. seven. Seven like is seven is unreal. It's a pretty big Seven yeah. is just different. Like it's like, it's like what about Montana? Like is he need like, a how second I feel, for Montana? Like, like level? Aaron Rodgers, if he won, I just can't. I yeah, just like, like seven. The Cowboys have been in the NFL for sixty yeah. years, and we have five Super Bowl wins. Yeah, he's an anomaly. Has seven Super Bowl wins. Um, and then the other person, that oh, the Bears have won. So and Bears have been NFL for forever. <laughs> Um, they have more championships than seven. Okay, Thank well, you, Trump. let's talk about the merger in, like, what, yeah. 1960? Yeah, like 60, that. 61. Um, so. Another person I thought <laughs> yeah, uh, this kind of, like, a, a prove-it year uh, is Stafford because, like, everyone, he always has that, he always has that little, act, like, we all, we all say, like, I thought of him, too. talented, like. That's a good one, but, too. Like, it's Detroit, you know. Now he's, like. <laughs> Surrounded by arguably the most talent in the freaking NFL yeah. on both sides of the ball in a great situation. Yeah, yeah, he needs. It was him and Jameis were the first two. He people needs that to came have a good year, and I'd, I'd actually put him similar in a way, and and for what aspect? And I always say this, and you guys are like, he never misses games. Um, but I always thought, like, I, when I think of Matthew Stafford, like, I always think him playing through injuries. You know, like just getting banged mm-hmm. up, broken rib or whatever. He broke his car a few years ago. Um, yeah. Just, so hopefully he can stay healthy when he's on the Rams. But the other person, and that's in that same category, is your Teddy boy, two gloves. Um, 
<laughs> no, not Teddy Two Gloves. Although he probably has some pressure on him <laughs> as well. Um, you're, what's the what's? He's going to be a backup. Why can't I think of the Colin Coward? His, oh, yeah. He always like he likes Jimmy Garoppolo. Right? That's a good one too. He's yeah, a big Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. So the 49ers move up to number three, and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> We're not going to draft a quarterback. Jimmy G's the starter. It's like, okay, guys, you're going to draft a quarterback, and you're probably going to – I don't know if Jimmy yeah, G will be the sure. starter, but he's on thin ice. Well, I mean, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan actually came out, and it was funny because they were talking about this on on the on Chicago Sports Radio that I was listening to. And they were just like listening to the difference between like how Kyle Shanahan talks about things and like how transparent he is compared to like Nagy and Ryan Pace. It's just like insane because they asked Kyle Shanahan like, "What well, you know? You moved up to number three. You going to take a quarterback?" And he was like, "Yeah, we're taking a quarterback." Like he was just honest. He was like, "Yeah, we're going to take a quarterback." And they were like, "But we don't plan to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. Like Jimmy Garoppolo is somebody we can win right now with, but we also need to have you know somebody." you know, somebody else waiting in the wings to take over the team. Um, And I'm guessing they're saying that he gets hurt too much. But, like, he's so honest about it. And then they were like, are you planning to trade Jimmy Garoppolo? And he was like, no, we want him to be our starter. And then he was like – he said, I don't think there's anyone who will get – any rookie that will give us a better chance to win than Jimmy Garoppolo. And he goes, but if somebody offered us something crazy, you know, a good amount of, you know, assets for Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm sure absolutely it would be an option. And like he was so off, uh, uh, like honest. And then they like t- they go back to the Bears, and they're like, uh, "How do y'all feel about Mitchell Trubisky?" Like everyone in the world knew Mitchell Trubisky was not going to be on the Bears next year. Like, there's just no way you you can have everything that happened last year, and everyone been complaining all year, and then everyone yeah. wanted everyone to get fired, and then you bring back literally everyone. <laughs> you bring back the GM, you bring back the head coach, and you bring back the sucky quarterback. Like, there was no way that was going to happen. And they asked them straight up. Like, all they had to do was be like, you know, we had a great run with uh, Mitchell. We wish wish him nothing but the best, but, like, we're moving on. That's all they had to say. But instead, they're like, you know, he's still an option. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, he's not. He's not an option. He's still an option. And it's well, just like – it was just so funny. Like they were like talking about it. It was like Kyle Shanahan has been like this, you know, great coach and all this stuff. And it's just so crazy listening to the difference between how he is so, you know, transparent Jake, and honest compared to what the freaking bears. They, do. they, they, I was just saying, Jake, I want to hear it. I hate Go the ahead. bears. Quarterbacks with pressure. Um, well, at this point, there's been about 12 quarterbacks. Can we decide games, on so one? <laughs> every quarterback. No, I'm um, no my, mine was Wentz as well. Um, I feel like like what Alex said, um, a lot of – I think he's gotten some of his poor performance due to being on the Eagles and not having a strong offensive line and no weapons around him. And now I feel like he's in a situation with the Colts where they're one of the best offensive lines that he's got. I mean, definitely more weapons than he had with the Eagles. Um so I feel like he has the most pressure to really prove that he is an elite quarterback like people thought he was. Like, what was that, three years ago now? Two years ago? Um, so that was my choice. Either him or uh, Tom Brady you know, <laughs> at 43 with seven rings. Um, you know, before that. When it's eight. And, what, so, hey, has so, so, he's not, he won't go to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, he's, started, he's really got to make sure you were out asking what we were talking about, <laughs> of course. But, uh, um, <laughs> we were talking about the topics he texted us and Jacob said Andy <laughs> Dalton. Um, 
like joking. And I wanted to to get Alex's thoughts on this because no. this was a big topic like two weeks ago. I think I sent you all some videos, but they were talking about, um, you know, the Bears, their social media team in the past nine months has tweeted four different QB1 tweets. Um, and so they just recently did the <laughs> And so they're just talking about, you know, the Bears quarterback situation and everything. And everyone was criticizing. Everyone seemed to be on the, the, the side of criticizing the Bears for feeding in to the trade talks for Russell Wilson. Like, you know, coming out and saying, yeah, we're going after him like really, really hard. Like, you know, we're, we're engaged in trade talks, all this stuff. And the point of saying why, you know, teams shouldn't do that is because when you don't land Russell Wilson and you land Andy Dalton, it's an immediate, you know, downgrade, immediate disappointment. And like what Alex has said, dude's going to get booed day one. Like there's like those signs up in Chicago. What was that one sign? It was like something about, uh, I don't know, it was like a, Jake, I think Jacob said like on some restaurant talking about Andy Dalton. Like I can't remember what it was exactly. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, our, our redhead cooks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, throws better than, than the one we have, or something like that. Yeah, it was so our like, ginger beer. Walking <laughs> so there's like that whole. It's, which I get that. it's, like, it's like that's true. Like, yeah, he's immediately he's just walking right into fire. Like Alex, Poor guy. I can't remember who. I can't remember. It wasn't a couple of years ago. Alex, you said with Mike Glennon. Like, I yeah, one thing. Mike Glennon and they had drafted Trubisky. Like, they trot Mike Glennon out there immediately. They're gonna want people are gonna want Trubisky because he's a second pick. But what I was going to say is, like, Alex, as a fan of the Bears, I feel like if I'm a fan, like, I wanted yeah. to hear that you're engaged in trade talks. Because if – say y'all – say that didn't right. happen. And, like, you know, say there well, were Well, that's what I'm talks, saying. It's like, I don't – But it didn't come out that the Bears said they were aggressively pursuing them. And then the trade doesn't go through and you get Andy Dalton. Like, the fans could be like, what the fuck? Do we even, like, try? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I wanted to get your thoughts on, like, what you would have preferred. Yeah. 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 No, you have to – and it's not even – so this is the other thing. It's like, first off, you have to aggressively pursue it. But, like, everyone in the league, every fan knows the Bears are obviously going to aggressively pursue any chance of any quarterback. Like, that's not a secret to anybody. Like, if they didn't come out and say the Bears aggressively pursued Russell Wilson, you still knew the Bears aggressively pursued Russell Wilson. Like, that's – that's not a surprise. Like, obviously, they're going to do everything they can to get Russell Wilson, who's a top three quarterback in the league, mm-hmm. and he named you as one of the four teams he would go to. Duh, you're going to go after him. Like, that's just stupid. Like, obviously, I just think that's dumb to be like, oh, my God, they got their hopes up because they said they aggressively pursued him. Well, duh, they're going to aggressively pursue him. They didn't get him. They have to have a backup plan. Like, I wasn't mad that they got Andy Dalton and didn't get Russell Wilson. I'm mad that they didn't get Russell Wilson. Like, I don't give a damn about Andy Dalton. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted them to get Russell Wilson. I don't care who the starter is. If it's not Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, or one of these really good, hopefully really good rookies. Otherwise, I don't care if it was Ryan Fitzpatrick, Andy Dalton, or Marcus Mariota. I literally could care less who the quarterback is. Now, giving him $10 million is a little freaking ridiculous to me. <laughs> the, uh, but, the thing about the Bears but, in the situation was it actually played out. Like, and I think you're right, Alex. It would have gone both ways. If Alex would have been losing his mind, and I think Bears fans would have been losing their mind, if no word was coming out that they were trying to get Wilson right. or Watson, you know, and he, even when Russell Wilson said, like, Chicago was a destination for him. 
and there was nothing that came out that they were like trying to trying to talk to him. I, I would have been I would have been so pissed. Oh, for like, sure. I, yeah. I bet the Cowboys called Seattle. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like the, everyone calls. Like, hey, what's what's going on? Like, let's talk. And, you know, at least they at least have a conversation with them. So, um, but uh, now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no. Uh, All right, someone else go. I lost my train. I lost my yeah, train. No, I, 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 I get. Like and now it's really a good point. Like if you're a if you're a fan, like you would think that even if they didn't come out and say they aggressively pursued them, you would hope that they would. I feel like there is people though with with the Bears is kind of they're getting to a point now that they're starting to lose patience and starting to lose like trust. So I feel like the Bears might have thought they had to like say that because they're like you know people need to know we're at least trying. But I don't. But like, my thing is, like, did the Bears say it? Like, who are the people who are saying it? it's Ian Rappaport and Adam? They're leaking now. It's leaks, right? It's, yeah, it's not like they're out there. Like, hey, everyone, we're we're trying to like, yeah. it's gonna get out. If but sometimes like, they want that stuff to get out, though. I feel like sometimes they like purposely leak information yeah. to get it out. But see, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I just don't understand. Like, <laughs> duh. Like that's that's where just where I'm at. Like. He literally named you as one of four teams, a top three quarterback in the world. Like, let Aaron Rodgers tomorrow be like, I'm done. I'm going to either Chicago or the Cowboys. Like, I guarantee you in the next two days, it'll be like the Bears, man. They're really after Aaron Rodgers. Well, like, the best – the the best situation like, happened – the the best worst-case situation happened for Bears and Bears fans. I mean – Russell Wilson didn't go anywhere and you know maybe and he was probably never going to go anywhere and Watson yeah. you know obviously with, with what he's got going he's not going anywhere. he was probably a little bit more likely to go somewhere but at least yeah. they didn't go somewhere else like at least you know yeah. he didn't go to Oakland, well, Oakland you I mean, know like you went to Oakland I don't know what team well another at, thing is like play for the A's athletic you know their cap hit <laughs> <laughs> The Vegas, Las Vegas, but, um, sorry. Like, like, I don't know. Like he, it would have been a thirty-nine million dollar cap hit for the Seahawks. Like that wasn't ever going to happen. So it's like he probably he wasn't going to get traded this year. But they're still like exactly what Sherman was just saying. Like there's still the opportunity next year. You know what I mean? Like, and and that's where I start thinking like maybe the Bears literally are. Going into this year, like, fuck it. <laughs> I think I think that they they like Ryan Pace and and Matt Nagy a little bit more than you know people realize, and they're just like, fuck it, we'll suck one year, and then hopefully we get Russell Wilson or we draft a quarterback. This like, is the situation that you're in when you don't let your team be bad, like the Bears. We knew the Bears won a good team, right? They they randomly won random games. They didn't beat anyone they weren't supposed to, except for that random win against the Bucks. But when your team yeah. goes eight and eight, you end up with the twentieth pick in the draft. And now you're thinking, well, shit, I can't. I'm most likely not going to get a top quarterback unless I trade a lot for him. The last time I traded for a quarterback, I got Trubisky, right? So it's risky when you go all in on a quarterback. So if you're going to move from twenty. Even a ten, I mean, you're probably getting up a, a ton. So you're, yeah. That's why I don't want to do it like that. I literally. Now the problem is, is like, 
the problem with the Bears is like if you wait till 20 and let's say all the five quarterbacks are drafted, I'm fine with that because I'm like, I want to suck next year. I don't want to give up tons of draft capital going into next year on the chance of getting Mac Jones at 10 and probably getting the fifth best quarterback. Like if where, but is Ryan Pace thinking that like, I just don't understand his situation because every fan, every Chicago bears fans is like him and Matt Nagy are on the hot seat. They're on the hot seat. But when you give Andy Dalton $10 million, like that's not a, I'm on the hot seat move. Andy, Andy Dalton, like you didn't, you. I understand, like they went aggressively after Russell Wilson, but like an on the hot seat move is like I'm moving up fourteen picks and picking sixth and drafting my quarterback so that I can show. But like, if you just stick with Andy Dalton, don't draft one of these top five quarterbacks and just kind of roll into next year with what that is. Like you're basically saying, I'm not on the, the, hot seat. Oh, you know I totally what I mean? Agree. Like the thing about Andy Dalton that's weird is like Andy Dalton is just good enough to be like like no one's excited that Andy Dalton's your quarterback, right? But Andy Dalton is the mm-hmm. ten year how long has he been in the NFL? Ten, eleven years? And, and he's, he's better. And so he's like like there's a chance that the Bears could be you know, eight and nine next year. Ho- hopefully not. But the, but right. but Andy <laughs> Dalton might be good enough to get him there. So you're thinking, you right. know, what? Like our schedule is ridiculously hard. I could easily see us winning like seven. Like so, like you as a fan, you're almost wondering, like, is are you not going to do anything? You're just going to let us sit in this another. And that's the thing about that's what I was mentioning before is like when you let your team, and that's what when Dak went down, I was saying just lose all game. We suck. Like we just lose because any Dalton comes in and your team's not good, and we should have had the seventh pick in the draft, the sixth pick in the draft. Now we're sitting at ten. Like it literally changes the whole thing. And the Bears, I mean, I know it's it's easier to say in hindsight just to lose games or whatever. But it's like if they if the Bears go eight and nine next year, you're you're and so they don't draft a quarterback. So they don't. There's no one available at twenty. They couldn't move up. Maybe they tried to move. They couldn't move up. Yeah, but now maybe you're still in the same spot that you were. Russell Wilson. With, so like, and that's what they need. Dalton. Yeah, you know, maybe that situation gets worse. Maybe Watson. But now. And see, that's what I'm saying. It's like Russell Wilson's situation gets worse, or now his cap hits nowhere near as big. Do you also have to think about the Aaron Rodgers situation? You saw they didn't re-sign him to a long contract. Like this, this year is his last year. Yeah, but I, I mean, so okay. I just I don't think that betting your odds, betting putting all your eggs in the basket that a you're still going to have a job next year when Russell Wilson is available, and b that Russell Wilson is going to actually come. To Chicago. But see, that's what I'm saying is like Ryan Pace has to know more than we know. Like he has to know from the from ownership, like, I know this year is gonna be bad, but what if we can get Russell Wilson next year? What if we can get Aaron Rodgers next year? Like that's if he knows that and they know that, the fans don't know that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like by getting Andy Dalton, the vibe that you get off is his job security is a lot better than we think because you don't go get Andy Dalton. If you're worried about your job, like you wouldn't do that. Yeah, the, the, you just, would, you would do everything you could for Deshaun Watson. You or you would have do done everything you could. Or you would have, you would have tried to get Jimmy Garoppolo. You would have tried to get, you know, like, 
And exactly, or you're moving up really, really high to draft the quarterback, which they still might do. But I'm just saying, like, if if they don't do anything on draft night and draft an offensive tackle at number 20, he is keeping his job. There's no other – there's no way in the world you're the GM. Like, put yourself in that position. You're worried about your job and you just stay pat. All five quarterbacks go and you draft an offensive tackle. You know you're not going to be shit next year. So to do that, you obviously know your job security is. Safe. I just like, I just like the the reason. I, you're, I mean, I think you're right. I just like don't understand why getting a guy that's going to make you win at the, maybe at the most eight games. You know, and and I guess to be fair, you don't you never coach your team to to lose. So like, I guess you know he's thinking maybe any Dolphins good enough to get you to the playoffs and who knows what happens in the playoffs and maybe that's what he's going for. And, but I, I just like, I would rather the, the Bears start with, you know, someone that that's just not even exciting at all. Like any Dolphins, who, who he's not exciting. I'm going to give you that. But like I said, he's good enough. <laughs> he's good enough to be a guy, to be a starting quarterback. So it's just weird that you're like, as a fan, I would be like, Hey, either we got a rookie quarterback or we got Russell Wilson or we're going to suck because then next year we have options. I know. I know. And and so I think that's that's where I'm at, right? I'm with you. Like I completely agree. It's like if I'm a fan, I want to get a rookie quarterback, but not move up for him because I don't want to get rid of all my draft capital personally. But like I want to get a rookie quarterback or Yeah, you don't want to win eight terrible. games next year. Or get Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, right? Like that's that's where I'm at. I want something really, really high or to be terrible so we can get our next quarterback next year. But I don't think you can go in like if like say they want Ryan Pace and all of them to return. Like, oh, if you have a decent season, if we do exactly what we did last year, you sneak into the playoffs and lose in the first round. They can sell just like they did this year. Like, oh, you know, we just really got to find the quarterback position. We think that we can do this, this, this. You can sell no one's going to go with it, just like it happened this year. Everyone's going to be like, are you fucking stupid? Get rid of your GM who sucks. Get rid of your head coach who sucks. But, like, if you go 3-13, and 13, you can't. Yeah, I guess, you know what I'm especially saying? Especially like, six years, right? That'd be his sixth year. No. Third, yeah. yeah. Like, you, you just, you're not bringing GM, that guy back. Yeah. Like, he's not coming back. So, it's like, let me get Andy Dalton, who can get me to where we were last year. And I'll have another year to be, you know, throw all my chips in sense. to get Russell yeah. Wilson, throw all my chips in to get Deshaun oh. Watson, throw all my chips in to get Aaron Rodgers, who if Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers and is able to go anywhere, he's coming to Chicago. That, that It's funny because out of all the quarterbacks who mm-hmm. would like go to like the rival like that, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is just, it has that it's Aaron Rodgers. That he's like, like literally that man, if, if he's pissed, obviously he won't sign his contract or he won't do a contract extension because he's pissed at them that they he's the most petty dude ever like literally they drafted a they drafted a uh first round quarterback and he was like okay i ain't signing my <laughs> shit right after my MVP season. like you know what i mean like fuck y'all i'll figure it out. and like just to scare him like he's yeah. also the guy who will just scare him though and then sign his contract next year when he's a free agent but like Dude, if he was to leave, he's going to Chicago. Like he's just an asshole. 
And I would love that. Or Sam so Fran. Much. Oh my so god! Like my we we, we got to wrap it up here. Hometown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We. Yeah, but they didn't draft him. That was Jacob. Weird. Are you coming to Dallas on Thursday? Or Dallas. Emmy's birthday? Uh, what is it? Emmy's 29th, birthday? I think. The draft. Um. Yep. Is that Emmy's birthday? God, Jacob, wow. come on! What dude. an uncle! What an uncle! God, do you know all your nieces and nephews? Birthdays? One's on February 10th, one's September 13th, Ooh. and one is December 26th, I believe. Uh, he's just making all that up. Yeah, the day it's a Christmas, Christmas baby. A week after his own <laughs> birthday, and I have it two days it, after September 11th. That's easy to remember. I actually don't have. Uh, <laughs> what? I don't have. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have any of their. I was like. <laughs> You don't have what? Pull out my calendar right here. I don't have any of their Um, actual birthdays. But no, her (laughs) that is her birthday, like the actual day. But we we're not gonna be celebrating like her birthday party isn't gonna be that weekend because Brennan's out of town that weekend. So nice, nice. Well, then no, I will probably not be there. So wait, wait, you're gonna get you. Wait, what did you say? No, I'll be here. So what I can do? Wings at your house? Yeah. No, uh, oh, okay. we do wings at your house for a competition. Brenna's out of town. So, why did Jacob say no? I'm not going to be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was saying, I was saying if it was like Emmy's birthday party or something that weekend, then maybe I'd be in town after that weekend. I'm not going to come on dude, a Thursday dude, night and drive to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> So I got the draft. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go. For my real job, the 8 and 8 podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta make sure I'm taking notes to report out on as we talk about Paul Heipler for 15 minutes. All right. This... <laughs> uh, I think it's about oh, time, boy. guys. Do you have any last thoughts? <laughs> nope. Poor Paul. Poor Paul. Good night. Fuck you, Paul. <laughs>